Welcome to the family on the Tom Bernard Podcast with Hackmaster Ralph W. Basham, MD. Alex Brandt, Bernard Rasmussen. Co-host, Catherine Brandt. And Andy Brandt Bernard. Ladies and gentlemen, Kristen Burt, Timmy Lammers, up next with the family on the Tom Bernard Podcast. Tommy, do you guys read a lot of poetry on the queue? You mean like, there once was a man from Nantucket? No, more like T.S. Eliot. April is the cruelest month, breeding lilacs out of the dead land, mixing memory and desire, stirring dull roots with spring rain. Dougie, what's wrong? You a little sad? No, other than the weather, nothing's wrong. In fact, in the Walzer world, Coon Rapids and Burnsville finished number one and two in the state of Minnesota. J-Lo finally beat Dan Resch. Wow, that's pretty cool. Is it okay if I take all the credit? Well, I'd expect nothing less. Actually, we've got great inventory of some great vehicles, and these short-term leases are perfect for people who can't get the brands that they want. You told me about those. You can drive a new Nissan for as little as 18 months, and by then the chips will be aplenty. That's it exactly. We hope by then you'll be a Walzer Nissan convert. For great deals from the Minnesota sales, leaders go to Burnsville or Coon Rapids Nissan. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Uh, we're just trying to represent people who have been injured through no fault of their own. We're trying to talk to them before they talk to an adjuster or before they take a settlement that isn't something they should get based upon their injuries. How many people are out there in different, not in the law business, that love to run around scaring people before you even get to them? Well, adjusters will want to settle cases right. and they want to close files. So based upon that, they do what they have to. Um, I think there's a lot of circumstances where they probably act as attorneys where they're not attorneys and they try yeah. to explain people's rights or they give them a certain view that if they look at it. And what I always say is this, if the adjuster really truly thinks the offer they made makes sense, they'd have them come see us. You know, And that's exactly my my question is, you have to understand who has the best, your best interest in mind, correct? Well, you want to know what your rights are. You know, whether yep. or not you decide yep. you're going to hire us or not, that's a choice. It's a free consultation, and you want to understand what your, all your rights are and what coverages you have. And plus the fact, I hang out with you, so you got to be a good guy <laughs> if I'm hanging out with you. Uh, maybe. <laughs> uh, okay. Ladies and gentlemen, Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Hey, this is Brian Zepp. Summer is finally here, and if you're like me, you've got some serious riding planned. Make sure you and your motorcycle are good to go with Dennis Kirk. Whatever you ride, Harley, Indian, metric cruiser, or sport bike, you'll find what you need at Dennis Kirk. 160,000 parts and accessories in stock. Clothing and helmets, too. Order before 8 p.m., and they ship the same day. Plus, shipping is free for orders over 89 bucks. Follow Zepp's lead and head to DennisKirk.com. They ship today. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Ralph is here. Alex, Catherine, here I am. Andy, we're all here. Kristen Bird and Timmy Lammers. Where do you want to start? Do you want television? Christine Aguilera. Aguilera. Oh, yeah. Oh, my this God. This is the yeah, weirdest tell, thing ever. Tell Kristen that one. She'll I'm like sure that. she knows all about it. Do you know? No, what's up with Christine Aguilera? Uh, I don't know either. What's Sweet going Jesus. on? Oh, she was at a supposedly family-friendly uh, concert for Pride, and she was sporting a very large codpiece. <laughs> no, yeah. it wasn't a codpiece. It was what goes under the codpiece. Well, yeah. It was, it was a strap-on? Yeah, doing yeah. a lot of stroking. and mm. It was like lime she green. She was stroking it on oh, stage. Yeah. At her, dancers, her dancers were. Yeah. Well, she, she was had, wearing like oh, this God. muscle outfit. Yeah, she had like a weird oh. like lime green suit of armor thing up How top. How is this not an appropriation? And, sh- and, and Mom was like, 
how is this appropriate for a family-friendly show? I was like, why does some mus- muscle chest matter? And she's like, no, look lower. I was like, why? Oh, my God. Yeah, apparently but she... But dances with her. So I, I, I've seen all of the... Uh, look, at it didn't even phase me. It's probably from living in L.A. for so long because I've seen all the videos on Instagram. Um, I was like, oh... I know, but it's the family-friendly was... aspect of it that I think might be going a little too late far. late at night, though. Was it? it? Wasn't, yeah, it wasn't a, an I don't know. People on, people on social media are posting that... The the uh, blurb about the gay pride celebration was family friendly Christina Aguilera show. The daytime event is family friendly, like the parade and everything else. But this concert was pretty late at night, so oh. I don't know right. how many eight year olds were at the concert. Why didn't Elvis? If you had your kids out late, late, shame on them. Well, I still I, don't, mean, I still don't understand why that is part of pride. The I think she's doing it to be provocative. Yes, oh. she definitely is. It has nothing to yeah. do with pride at all. Yeah. She's just like, look Which, at me. I'm still relevant. Look at me. How old exactly, is she now? Andy, that's what I said. It, it, it's relevancy. That's all oh. it is. Let's, let's grab the yeah, headlines. She wants to be talked so. about. She's 41. She's and I'm like, I, actually, I was like, oh, I've seen all those videos. I didn't even, it didn't even face me. I just... <laughs> watched it and moved on. I was like, it probably is literally from living in L.A. for so long. I doesn't even... doesn't even... It doesn't even Not even a blip mind. on your radar. <laughs> no, not a single blip. I was like, oh, yeah. Oh, all right. But I tell you what, I mean, obviously, when Lady Gaga came on the scene in a different outlandish outfit every time, I mean, seemed like she was trending towards the new Madonna. And then at some point, she kind of dispensed of all of that and showed her true musical talent. People accepted her for who she was with that they were they loved the talent they didn't need all that extra stuff and now and i'm scratching my head about this one Kristen. she is in negotiation to star opposite um joaquin phoenix in the next joker movie which will be a musical yeah what i know i read about this earlier and i was just like possible but if anyone's gonna do it let it be lady gaga yeah but like she could she could pull it off the project she really will it's the weirdest thing i've ever heard i really think she's a very talented person and i'm really glad that she's given up the whole meat dresses and all that stuff too yeah, because yeah, it, exactly. you know, that's I mean, just like so desperate for attention when you're that talented you shouldn't have to do all that no you do because you have to get to you have to get exposure yeah, there's a the thousand door. people with talent but you don't get exposure yep. then you don't get noticed and you don't get your part well, there's a million people who could probably sing exactly like her so it's not about the talent it's about getting your foot in the door and then <laughs> utilizing your talent to get more well known but, but yet at the same time, really look smart. at my... Sorry, go ahead, Kristen. I was just going to say, she made some really smart strategic moves, and when things weren't going well after all of the gimmicks, she went and pivoted toward Tony Bennett, and then you know, right. stripped down, worked her way into acting through Ryan Murphy and, and his show. So I, I just think like she made some really smart moves when she realized the gimmick was short-lived. Okay. Yeah, and, and I, I believe that, too. And, and, and clearly somebody who didn't get that memo, although she was in movies and now is going to be making a movie about herself, uh, is Madonna. Who, oh, you know, she looks she, horrible. She seems I've never thought she had any talent. Listening to her sing makes me just want to no. run the other way. There's something she looks, about her voice. She looks awful. There's pictures of her because <sighs> Britney... Spears just got married like last weekend. Oh yeah, that was. And a there's big pictures thing. of her, and she looks. Madonna looks awful. 
Yeah. But oh come on, but Blonde Ambition Madonna is really good. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I just I really couldn't listen to her. When she was dating like Warren Beatty. Oh, that was I remember that. Madonna. He looked like yeah. such a fool in that movie. It was unbelievable. Well, he never <laughs> had anything in that movie. He never had anything nice to say about her either. He was always like, she's just an attention hound. <laughs> That's because she was more famous than he was at the time. And I think his <laughs> ego got bruised. Yeah, um, maybe. Maybe. Yeah, for, I, I always forget about how many people she was with like the like sean penn years and all oh, that i sean always forget all that yeah he used to tie her up and tie her to a chair all the time what was that all about the love of her life that's what she always says sean penn yeah nice choice huh. yeah well i tell you what though i am interested in this movie which apparently i don't know how much of the writing she's going to do but she's going to direct it I I don't know if it's been made official, but Julia Garner from Ozark, who is brilliant. Inventing Anna, too. Yeah. Oh, God. She's amazing. She is going to be playing Madonna. And all of a sudden, it's like, you know what? I don't, you know, look, I probably, you know, obviously reviewing movies, I would have seen it anyway. But now I'm actually interested in seeing it just because of Julia Garner. She's Ruth Langmore in Ozark, if you haven't seen Inventing. Inventing Anna is another great role for her, but Ruth Langmore, she is the best part. Uh, to me, she always was the best part about Ozark. Absolutely. And I think, too, Madonna did make a good move in casting Julia Garner, if, if it is official, because every young actress in Hollywood was lining up to play this role, but the wrong actress in this role would have been a disaster. And I think yeah. Julia Garner has oh. talent and skills to it bring madonna to life in her own way yeah she's so great she's so great and and i don't know have you seen all of ozark uh Kristen? i haven't finished um the last season okay yeah. yeah we you know i i'm still one of these people where i you know it's sure it's been out a number of weeks and i don't want to go into spoilers but i have some strong opinions about the last episode which i'm sure everybody has but you know, again, she is, is so incredibly strong in that show. Um, yeah, and again, if you haven't seen Ozark, Inventing Anna is a true story <laughs> about a scammer, which is really, really amazing. And she really has this gift for accents. And, and this Anna in this show has this very bizarre accent. And it's a true so, story. That is what makes the, the bizarre accent and the bizarre story even more intriguing. I mean, you got to see it. You, everybody needs to see Inventing Anna because, uh, again, it, it's amazing how some people just have that allure. You know, they have that charisma that they can swindle the, you know, these billionaires and have him eating out of her palm, which basically she did. And uh, yeah, and, and it, yeah, again, making it more fascinating is the fact that it is based on this true story. And you look up the real person and, and Julia Garner, I mean, she, they do definitely resemble each other. And I think that's obviously a big thing going into Madonna. I, I think she can make herself become Madonna. She might actually end up being more likable than Madonna. Maybe. That's how good she is. <laughs> that's entirely possible. And we're like, well, I want that version of Madonna. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so so what what else has anybody been watching? We saw the Downton Abbey movie. Yeah, last. It was fabulous and exactly what I didn't I like the ending, but I liked the rest of it. Yeah. Yeah. Again, we won't say what happens with the ending, but I think what I really liked about that movie, 
it, to me, it's just fascinating to see that. Well, one great movie about it was The Artist, where we went from the silent era to the talky era. Yeah. And that is the oh, yeah, that was one fun. of the main plot lines in this movie. Yeah. And to me, it was fascinating to see them do, to film all that old equipment, all that kind of stuff, to film a silent movie. That was really cool to me. And yeah, I that think was cool. That's, that's, that's what sold me on the movie. Who's that's the, what I really loved about who's it. Who's the actress that played the blonde, uh, yeah, bombshell with the Who was supposed to be Myrna Lawyer, Roy or whatever her name was? Myrna Loy. What's her name? Myrna it was something. Clark Gable's sister or someone. That, I don't know. Anyway. Don't she, know was real, she was really good. Is Julie Garner related to Jennifer Garner? No. Or James Garner? Or James Garner? Oh, she not, like not that I'm aware of. I mean, it yeah, certainly has not, never been written about that way. No. So we've been watching the offer. Uh, we haven't watched number nine yet, but we're through eight episodes of the offer, which we just still absolutely love. Mm-hmm. That is so well done. I am through number nine, and I'm sorry I got to call out Michael Bryant on this one. Mike, I hope you understand. He wasn't a fan of episode seven. No, he wasn't, right. He told me. And that. I loved it. And we did, too. And got into the whole, I don't think he liked all the mob stuff or too much of the mob stuff, but uh, that episode gets into the horse's head and all that sort of stuff. Right, right. <laughs> Which, again, to me, the great part about this show, and maybe it kind of explains why I love that whole backstory in the Downton Abbey movie about the silence. And, you know, just seeing the story behind the story sometimes, you know, the, about the actual filmmaking process. Because, you know, you got people like Francis Ford Coppola. I mean, they really are larger than life. And the guy that plays Pacino, I am telling you, he's a Pacino clone, this guy. Yeah. He's just amazing. Yeah, Everybody in the show is amazing. They really are. Um, we... um, you were thinking of Myrna Delgleish? Delgleish? Delgleish. That's Del-Gleish. the Miss Delgleish. Yeah. Uh, oh, okay. She was played saying... by Laura Haddock. Laura Haddock? She, she was in Guardians of the Galaxy, Meredith Oh, she Quill, was really good in that She role. was really good, yeah. yeah. She was great. She's been in a bajillion things. Well, she just had to kind of play a glamorous, dumb, blonde... You know, so yeah. it wasn't a huge role, but she was really good in it. Well, we her watched... whole thing was the the whole de- idea of talkies and not having, you have the look for silence, but you don't have the voice for talkies. She mm-hmm. sure did. Yeah, she had a horrible voice. <laughs> <laughs> well, that actually happened to real people. That actually happened to real people during the transition from the silent era is... Uh, they would start talking, and people were like, that's not what he sounds like in my head. Right. And, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's you know, true. Because they were so used to reading yeah. the dialogue. Yeah. yeah. And we've been watching The Dropout. Oh, I hate that. I love The Dropout. Oh, God, it's so woman. good. I hate her so much Oh, she's again, just completely you. despicable, but it's, oh. such a, it's such a good show. It's such a compelling story. Yeah. I went and saw, you know, it's funny. I was at the, I was covering the Clinton Foundation, and it's, it's in one of the episodes mm. um, when Elizabeth Holmes spoke with Bill and um, Chelsea was also there as well. And I didn't, I wasn't aware of Elizabeth Holmes' voice. And when she first spoke, I was like, what is that? <laughs> Hello? <laughs> I know, I've never heard her talk, but I've heard so many yeah, things about her voice. Yeah, there's that a I'm whole like, episode to... of her sitting there staring at herself in the mirror and making up this weird voice. It's yeah. like, what was she doing? Yeah, so, this, so it's really the same story as in Vaticana. It absolutely it is. is. It's exactly the same story. It's popular right now in Hollywood. 
Yeah. It's the same story as what? Inventing, Inventing Anna. Anna. Well, yeah, where except they, they for have, she was... They hold sway over people. Yeah. Some, yeah, they got this the, charisma about them. Yeah, yeah. Where a woman, a woman uses whatever... I want to, I don't say sexual influence, but it's it sort of her wiles. Her wi- well, it's, it's this influence of uh, a female over a male, and that's what they're doing. And whatever it, it, it's not a, a true sexuality, a physical sexuality, but it's this this fantasy that I think these some of these men have. The kids would call that a simp army. Oh, simp, simp army, yeah. army. definitely it's simp. Mm-hmm. Well, it was also it was during the the you know the tech revolution where people were just I mean if you had an idea, oh, God, yeah. people would pour hundreds of millions of dollars yeah. into anything back in those days. Mm-hmm. And for her to be an eighteen year old dropout, yeah. yeah, just like you know so many tech startups were back then, yep. yeah. And and, and, well, and, the, and to think about it, a drop a of blood that you Garage. could figure out what kind of cancer you had Garage. or whatever. I mean that is like pretty cool stuff, but. She never produced anything. No. <laughs> no. Again, she had this. She just had this sway over people. It's, it's just amazing to me. Oh no, they would make up all different sorts of excuses not to see the lab. Yeah. I mean, you mm-hmm. you, you were you know, and somehow they faked. I don't know how much everybody or anybody has seen of this show, but they would fake the results in a sort of way. Yeah, they put they and, cook the books with the data. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my God! It it, it really Just is lie, an amazing lie, series. Lie. And I'm glad yeah. you pointed that out, Ralph, because that's exactly right. It, it's these people that are scamming people to the tune of, well, we're talking, was it billions? Was were billions invested in? Oh, I think uh, so. The yeah. whole Ther- oh, Ther- so. Theranos thing. It was yeah. a lot. She was also having. You have to remember, she was having an affair yep. with her. I don't know if he was CFO, if that's correct, or COO, but and nobody was aware of that too, which is a huge conflict. Right. Uh, raised seven hundred million from venture capitalists and investors, and at a ten billion valuation in twenty thirteen. Despite having literally no va- no actual value, literally having no value. Nothing. Yep. Oh my you get that far with no proof? Twenty years ago, history. That that's the crazy thing. Yeah. Yeah. I saw her speak, I want to say it was January 2015. Really? Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, have you ever yeah. been in prison, Kristen? <laughs> That's where not. she talked to her. Not yet. Fawn so asked me that the other day. Have you ever been in prison? <laughs> what, was yeah. her, what was her? Was she sentenced? Mm-hmm. No, she hasn't been no, sentenced. she's awaiting a trial. I thought she was in jail now. No, no? she's convicted. She's waiting she's convicted. sentence. She's waiting. Oh, yeah. I just she's waiting to learn that she's going to be in prison a for a week. wealthy um, guy and having a baby with him. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Two before babies. Before the trial. And his family is completely supporting her legal... Um, what? No, no, no. I was told that I was told that her legal is being supported by the insurance company for Theranos. That that's really? where a lot of that money's coming from is because it's, she had insurance for this sort of thing, and it's all underneath that umbrella. Oh my God! Really? Mm-hmm. Who sold I heard her? Her mother-in-law is also doing some. Uh, oh. Pay well, she's off. getting she's she's indicted for mail. What is it? Mail fraud? No, no, she was wire, wire fraud. No, she was convicted. She was convicted of, I forget what she was, but she yeah. has a conviction already. But I think you get out of your insurance payouts if you're convicted. I don't think they have to pay if you've done something illegal. But you don't owe it. They paid for her defense, maybe until she's convicted, but after any appeals, oh. maybe that goes. But there she, that's what it is. It's, oh, that's God. what I was Four told. counts of fraud. Only four? Four out of 11 charges, yeah. Only Are they four. felonies? 
I believe yeah, so. Four felonies is a lot of felonies. Yeah, that is a lot of felonies. And when the feds and, are and after you're done, that, one felony you know, is too many felonies. Talking about Bill Clinton, there is a scene where digitally <laughs> they put her as an Amanda Seyfried on stage with Bill Clinton doing Dude. some sort of thing. No, that was the actual... That they they uh, that is actually Bill Clinton. That was the actual uh, Clinton Foundation that they used. Really? I was there. I attended. That was the one that I attended. So they they put Amanda on there. They put Amanda in her on the place. stage. Oh. And oh my gosh, um, who God. else was with her? I was trying to think. It was oh, you know who was with her on stage at the time? I remember I went and looked it up. Um, not Jared Kushner, but what Joshua Kushner? Oh. Um, because he runs, I believe his family runs Oscar Health. And uh, they were it, the topic of the seminar was disruptors in the health industry. Oh and God! So they, what they did was they focused in on that scene, and they Josh uh, Josh was over to the right of um, where Amanda slash Theranos rep was there, Elizabeth. So and they just put Amanda's head in. So is that company still viable? No, Theranos I think is dead. Okay. I I think that there's. I, the way I think at the end of the miniseries, they mentioned that it is still around. It, no, it, it, it was dissolved and liquidated. It, it was hmm. dissolved and liquidated? Yeah. Oh. So all of its assets were sold off to other people. Like the, the name Theranos is probably owned by they some. They didn't have anything. <coughs> no, yeah. they didn't. <laughs> there was nothing. There was well, nothing. All the lab equipment and stuff that was all sold off to various companies. But, you know, between that show and, again, the offer, I mean, love that. Yep. Uh, Dope, Dope Sick is another one. Yep. If you haven't seen Dope Sick, God. And that one will piss you off. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that's the start of the so opioid good. epidemic, yeah. God, we got a bunch of new stuff. Night Sky, we watched three episodes of that. We thought that Sissy was pretty SpaceX. good. Sissy SpaceX in it. And what's his name? J- TK, JK, what's his What's yeah, J.K. Rowling, that's who it is. What's his no. face? T.J. Miller? No. no. Who the hell? I used to work with him yeah, all the time. Yeah, I used to do. Yeah, who's in Nights? Who's in Nights? Who is the guy? Who is the guy? Nights what? Nights guy? Nights guy. J.K. Oh, nice. J.K. Simmons. J.K. Simmons. Oh, okay. Simmons. I always have loved oh, yeah. him. Yeah, I know. I like him a lot. I used to work with J.K. a lot when Catherine and I lived in New York. Never I think of his name. Good guy. Really, really nice man. He doesn't look like a J.K. He looks like a, no. you know, Jack, Steve or something. <laughs> or Steve. Yes, exactly. What does J.K. stand for? What does it know. stand for? Yeah. Just kidding. Just kidding. There you go. <laughs> there it is. J.K., baby. I've watched. Th- Let's see here. Jonathan Kimball. Jonathan Kimball. He could be a John. John. He looks like a John. He could be a John. J.K. Well, and, and probably the reason he went with J.K. Simmons is because, and Kristen, you could verify this for me but the screen actors guild you can't have the same name right. uh so he probably served uh, probably jonathan simmons already mm. and so uh-huh. he had to go with jk much in the way that michael douglas had to change his name to michael keaton because there already was a michael douglas or michael b jordan i was gonna say yeah michael b jordan well, so it's like horses yeah. you can't have the same name so they just make something up yep there was a local actor who was in a number of uh, Chuck Norris movies and other movies. Pretty good actor. Like Roadhouse? Alan Hamilton is the name that he used in town, or still uses in town, but he uh, his name became Alan Hamilton because his real name is Alan Bates. Uh, and there already was an Alan Bates, hmm. so he couldn't yeah. use his own name. Yeah, just I would imagine there was a John Riley, so you get the John C. Riley. John C. Riley, yeah, yeah. yeah. probably. A lot go. of people just use that middle initial to change things up. 
Thomas M. Bernard. That's what I'm going to go with from now on. Fancy. Fancy. What do you think? Do we have to, we have to address you by Thomas M. Is Thomas M., M. how are you today, Thomas M.? Well, I'm fine, thank you. <laughs> I was talking to J.K., and he said... No, I, look, there, I will tell you, honestly, uh, streaming is f- so far superior to what television used to be. I mean, there was good television. There's no question about it. Like, let me say this. I have to do my, my every Tuesday Kristen Burt report on Dragnet. Oh, my God. Because there was another episode. <laughs> is there a day that goes by that you don't talk about Dragnet no, 12 not for times? Several weeks. I know. I, it's his newest it's obsession. I just want you to know. The whole family groans uh, once Dragnet gets mentioned. I just no want you to know. No one's ever heard of it other than I'm lying around dying of COVID, show. and all I hear is dun-dun-dun, dun-dun-dun-dun, every minute of my confinement. Okay, it was so, terrible. So Jack Webb walks into this house and there's a woman with curler, an older woman with curlers in her hair. Oh my God. He's and he comes in and he goes, ma'am, we came by looking for your daughter. Do you know where your daughter is? No, I don't know where she is right now. I have no idea. Well, there's any chance she's out on a date? No way. She's fat and homely. <laughs> said about her own daughter. I'm like, my God. <laughs> Even, and I know, Tom, you've, you've talked about this, but even the Munsters would get inappropriate once in a while. Oh, yes, they did. There's no doubt about it. I love the Munsters and now, Adam's speaking family. Of, speaking of which, I'm sure Kristen has seen the uh, teaser trailer for the Munsters. Yes. Has anybody else seen it? No. Are making a Munsters movie again? Rob Zombie's directing it. Oh, God. That's interesting. Oh, but it's a PG movie. It's a PG movie. Huh. Oh, then it might be good because his movies are usually terrible. Well, well, they are. Oh, my God. I watch. Oh, no. Everyone's I watched... talking about Jenna Ortega as... Um... Wednesday Adams. Wednesday Adams. Oh, yeah. Oh, it stars uh, Rob's wife, Sherry. Apparently. Sherry Zombie? Sherry's, yes, Sherry Sherry Zombie. Sherry Zombie. literally Sherry Zombie. Oh, God, it is not. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Catherine Zombie down at the end of the table. Oh, Sherry Moon Zombie. Yeah, Moon. And she's, you have to throw the moon in She there. stars in this new Monsters movie. Right. Who plays Herman? Uh, there are not too many Oh, here we go. That's Jeff Daniel Phillips, whoever that is. I don't know who that yeah, is. Yeah, Sherry plays Lily. Lily? I don't know any of these names. The trailer didn't have Eddie in it, though, which I really? don't think. Really? No. I'm going to have to see this trailer. Butch Patrick's been on the morning show several times. He's a nice kid. Oh, he's not a kid anymore. They re- basically recreate the opening of the Monsters for the trailer. The only thing that I didn't like about it was they said, oh, this is going to be presented in living color. And it's just weird because the, the, the teaser is mostly black and white. And then they show the characters in color. And it's like just... When you grow up with something like that in black and white, you yeah. just want it to stay that way. Uh, and it's that's true. Really, really weird in color. So I don't know. They, that, that you know, maybe once I see the movie, it'll be a different story. But yeah, that that's the strangest part of the trailer. Otherwise, it's basically a note by note redo of the opening of the monsters. Is basically without Eddie. Well, who plays Grandpa? Uh, Daniel Roebuck. What? Again, people we really don't know. No. I think Eddie actually has a cameo oh. in the picture. Oh, Eddie does. Okay, good. But again, you know, where uh, apparently this is a low-budget remake of the Monsters TV show, and Rob, knowing his audience, assured people that this was not going to be like his other 
horror pictures. Yeah, I sure hope those not. are brutal. Those yeah. are. Oh my God, really? Here's to reassure everyone. Yeah, he's yeah. yeah. It's feet. It's, it's PG, so. Yeah, yeah, you know, I, and and I have to admit, I was worried too. It's like, oh my God, how is he going to screw this up? Not to say that he isn't going to screw it up anyway, but at least right. he's not going to screw it up with the sort of brutality that should be outlawed. I mean, his films, I just oh, cannot terrible. stand. What are they called either. again? I'm trying to remember the House of a Thousand Corpses. House of a Thousand Corpses. House of a Thousand Corpses. And then yeah, they were. A lot of work with Universal too, like with their Halloween Horror Nights. Yeah. Indeed, is true. Jeez, no we should probably take a break here, Timmy and uh, well, Kristen, you can stay with us. Timmy, can you stay with us, or you got to go? I should probably get going, but Kristen, it's nice to talk with you again, and I'm sorry I jumped in on your time here. I hope you don't mind. Oh, no. Always welcome. All right. Terrific. Well, uh, very good. I will uh, talk with you Thursday morning, Tommy, and uh, everybody else have a great week. Thanks, Timmy. You too, Tom. Bye. All right, see ya. We'll take a quick break. Be right back. Kristen Burt, center stage, right after this. Tom here for Shift Real Estate. I met the folks from Shift Real Estate last year on our way to Key West and loved their story. Shift Real Estate saves home sellers thousands of dollars on real estate fees because they list for a flat fee of $5,000, and that includes photos, MLS listing, online marketing, and the assistance of a full-time realtor. Tell Shift about your home, and they will tell you how you can save $10,000 or more. Shift Real Estate, the common-sense way to sell your home. Visit shift2sell.com because life is expensive enough. And we are back with Stretch's Picks. Who's winning this thing? The Kitties, the Pack, the Bears, or the Purple? None of the above. Those are all the teams in the division. I know that. Well, who's your pick? I'm going with Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. What? It's not a football team. Sabre is one of the largest Bryant dealers in the state, which means you save. Yep, I'm going with Sabre, Sabre and Bryant, doing whatever it takes to keep you comfortable. Oh, uh, one more thing, Tom. What's that? Visit SaberHeating.com. Tom here, and I'm excited to tell you about a well-being and weight loss program I personally know works. It's called Continuum Weight and Well-Being. So why Continuum? Because if you're like most of their clients, you've tried countless programs and the DIY version of weight loss. If you're back at square one and just not happy with your weight, health, and how you're feeling, great news. Continuum is doing it differently. There are no meal replacements or foods you're required to purchase. They don't just focus on weight loss. They're upfront with their pricing. And most importantly, Continuum is designed for long-term success. Schedule a free consultation and find out more today. Simply go to their website, continuumweightwellbeing.com, or call them or text them at 952-491-6527. The Continuum team, Nancy, Danette, and Kelly, are looking forward to getting you healthier today. We are back, ladies and gentlemen, Ralph Basham in studio. Little Alex, Catherine, Andy, Kristen Burt with us. Thank you again to Tim Lammers and our great guest, Tom. I keep thinking his name is Bruschetta, but it's not. I know. Bruschetta, Bruschetta, or Brusetta. Uh, it? It's Brusetta, isn't it? It's Brusate Bruce- or Brusati. Brusati, yeah. The dinosaur guy. Dino guy. He was a good guy. He's a really, really good guy. Now yeah. I'm watching the trailer for Wednesday. It's very interesting that he's worked on so many movies and 
things about dinosaurs. Oh, that was such a great coincidence that Tim was on, and then Steve came on, and, and Tim just brought up Jurassic World, and it, turned, it turns out that Steve was the consultant on the movie, so that was pretty great. Yeah. I mean, that worked out very, very well. So, Kristen, what do you reckon? Anything new we should be moving toward as far as... Uh, you know, we've been trying to watch Evil again, but the second season is just not very good. It's too, first of all, they're like 55 minutes long, too long. Well, you've got, you have them, well, you've got them, you've got a show about, um, you know, the devil and the Catholic Church, yeah. and you've got two people that don't believe in any of it, and their whole, they're like rolling their eyes at all of these people that, yeah, yeah it, it's... It's kind of like, why are you doing this if you think it's just stupid? I know. It's not very good. The first no, season was all it started right. Being, it started out being good, but the, now, yep. it, now it's all like, I don't know. It, it feels like the good. actors aren't committed to the roles at all. Kind of seems like. Then they try yeah. to get political for yes. one episode. It's like, cut, of get away. They, they I know. Get away. As soon as they do that, know. I just get so bored with it because I'm... I'm very tired of being preached at. We've been, mm-hmm. I mean, we've been preached at from Hollywood and Broadway and everything for Far what? Fifth, twenty years we've been preached oh, at. I, I, we've got years. your messages. We get them. I know. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, twenty years ago or so, <laughs> South Park did the uh, the cloud of smug around L.A. Remember? That's right. Yeah. Cloud of smug. No smog. <laughs> just was smug. It? it was um, I can't remember his Oscars speech. Uh, let's see, cloud of smug. Let's see here. Oh, it was, was someone's Oscars speech from. Um, a long, it was 2006 was when it aired. So yeah, almost 20 years. George Clooney, oh. George Clooney's acceptance yeah. speech, where he basically talked about how actors were at the forefront of uh, human development, oh, and making the world a better place, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Oh, this was this was 16 years we're ago. We're so fantastic. Yeah, he was just Kristen. talking about how actors are just the best human beings in the world. Why do you guys world. listen to any of this? It's I didn't listen to funny. it. It was in South Park. They played I this. Know, I'm like, I live here and I don't listen to all these like actors and what. They oh God, have to say. I I've never listened to an I feel Oscar like speech. Outside of LA, get so worked up about being preached to, and I'm like, don't listen to it. Hmm. But they, really but they never stop. They never stop. I never listen to anybody, and I, I live either. in bliss. I'm telling <laughs> you. It's such a happier place to live. I was it's like, great. Oh, they do it because they want to make more money. They're Ignorance. kissing ass to oh, yes. make money is what they're doing. And it's just disgusting. See, I'm doing everything wrong. I don't kiss ass. No. Yeah, you and I have that in common. That's why, you're not a That's why I don't make any money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There you go. Well, you notice I don't Lesson get along learned. with uh, management too well because I won't kiss ass either, so that's yeah. the way that goes. There are definite advantages to being a... A stroke artist yeah. kiss ass. I couldn't, I couldn't live with myself. I couldn't. Stroke artist? That's a new one. <laughs> is that like Christina Aguilera? <laughs> there you go. No, that's her. Her backup dancers have to do that. Oh, that's <laughs> yeah, exactly. I heard she's a very good employer, so my friend has worked for her for oh. several years. Oh, that's Christina good. Aguilera. Yeah. There you have it. So, anything new on the horizon that we're gonna love? You know, right now we're kind of in this like weird lull because we're in summer, and so not. A oh, lot sure. Yeah. They want to send you to the movies. Emmy season is coming upon us, so it's like it's the real wrap of the broadcast season for sure, and uh, it's going to be probably I would say probably like another four weeks we'll start seeing like a lot of like new fresh TV shows coming your way. 
I hope so. I mean, there's a lot. We, we're watching... Uh, um, plenty to catch up on. That's the good news. Yeah, exactly. We're watching Bosch Legacy, and that's good. I, I actually like Bosch Legacy more than I like Bosch. What do you like better about Bosch Legacy? There were a lot of prick people in Bosch. Like, that. he's a great actor, but the police chief, oh, my God, what a jerk that guy is in that show. I, well, for a long time, that was like every show had to have a bunch of reprehensible characters that you hated, and I don't right. know why. Well, yeah, because you have to have conflict. Well, but the con- it's like it was like cartoonish conflict. It was like they were just being evil for the sake of evil, or just like you know going out of their way to be awful human beings. It's like that's generally speaking not how it works. Have you worked in corporate America? I know. They think they're bad people who think that they're doing good. Whereas in TV shows, it was bad people doing bad things because they're bad. (laughs) Well, there you go. That wraps it up. Yeah, it's like you can't put Gargamel in a TV show for adults and expect me to take it seriously. You you can't be chasing Smurfs around. Believe that what they're doing is right. Exactly. Yeah. Whereas if they're just being evil because it's fun or whatever, that doesn't really track. It's tiresome if mm-hmm. it's just evil for yeah. evil sake. Now, yeah. Kristen, I need to ask you a question. Because you've been watching The Offer, correct? I'm, no, I'm not, I haven't caught up on that yet. Well, you haven't caught I've up been, on it yet. Unfortunately, I'm, I'm pretty much on set most of the time because So You Think You Can Dance is running oh, a sure. very like, crazy back-to-back production schedule this season. So, The reason I'm asking, there's a young blonde woman in it that's just phenomenal, but I don't know who she is. She's the assistant to the, what is he, the producer? Al Ruddy's the producer in it, so she's the assistant to the producer. She is killing that role. She is so good at that role. It is. I, I gotta. I gotta find out what her name is. She's a blonde woman. She wears all these really kooky hairstyles, but they look good on her for some reason. But yeah, she's terrific in it. There are a lot of people in it that are really, really good. And then of course uh, Miles Teller's in it, and he's Betty also Betty McCart. In, Betty McCart. That's her name. Uh, is the character's name. Oh, the actress is named Juno Temple. Oh, it's Juno Temple. That's right. There you go. Oh, yeah. Juno Temple's fabulous. She's terrific. Really, really talented. And, and I uh, love Juno in um, Ted Lasso. Oh, yeah. There you go. There you, there you go. But, uh, look, I mean, Miles Teller is in, in Top Gun Maverick, and he's in uh, The Offer. He couldn't be in two bigger things at once, I wouldn't think. Yeah, I mean, like, talk about a hot career. I mean, and he had a hot career, and he kind of went away for a little bit. And this yeah. is kind of like, I don't want to call it a comeback because he's so young, but it's just that sort of, like, opportunity to show again, oh, yeah, I am a really good actor. Yeah, I'm, the acting on streaming television right now is really, really good, don't you think? It's fantastic. And yep. that's what I, you know, even for this um, upcoming Emmy season, the uh, nominations will be announced in mid-July, it's it's one of those that so many people are just going to get left off that list because there's too much great work out there right now. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the award shows aren't everything, but it really shows you that now film actors are like, yeah, I can do a 10-episode series. That's not beneath me. Right, Wait, that right. makes me an Emmy. You know, there's a lot of value in all of that where movie roles, like the studios really, you know, they've had two years of pandemic. They have to kind of figure out what's working. Obviously, it's just the franchises that seem to be working right now. And I just think we're going to see more and more big names gravitating towards television because of that. Yeah, I think you're probably right because that's where people are. Right. And again, I love going to the movie theater as long as there aren't any other people in the theater. But, you know, 
one of those deals. How do you make that happen? You can buy out your um, theater. Yes, I buy out the entire theater so I can sit there by myself. Now, I, well, two people got on their phones during uh, Top Gun Maverick. I just don't understand why go to the theater, pay for the tickets, sit in the theater, well, and this, then go out and sit on your phone. This was a mom and a dad brought two girls with them that were maybe 12. You think they were that young? Yeah, they were pretty young. It's and they, they, sat, they sat in another row from their parents. Away from the parents. And this is not a 12-year-old girl movie. No, it's not No, God, no. No, they're, they're going to have it's no an, interest in this whatsoever. Movie, yeah. Yeah, well, take away your kids' phones then. That's no, what I would do. I think, I, like I, think the girl, I think the girl that was on the phone was their friend. Oh, yeah, I see. Yeah, that, okay. that's probably so, true. I see. I don't think that they were going to take away her phone. Yeah, probably not. But what are you going to do? But I, I just think, why do you think it is, Kristen, that the acting, as time goes by, acting gets better and better as far as I can see. I mean, you, you look back at the movies in the 30s and 40s, the acting is, yes, I went down there yesterday. And I saw him in the street. Well, that's because there was a correlation between stage acting and movie acting. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And the, I also think there's more interesting stories that are being told. Yep, uh, that's true. You no, know, right now, especially on television, you know, getting a, a story like The Dropout, it's so compelling. And um, I mean, obviously, Elizabeth Holmes is quite the character. Look at what you know Amanda Seyfried gets to do. She gets to like dive into this really complex person. Who's a real life person, but you're like this story. Yeah, you can't turn your eyes away from it. I know it's just like such a train wreck, and <laughs> it just keeps going and going. <laughs> you know, I saw it. Some, I can't even remember what it was, but I saw it on TV many years ago. And I was a little boy. I think I was like eight, nine years old, something like that. And they were talking about this guy, and I went to my mother and I and I said, "Mom, I'm watching this show. Why does that man let people call him Fatty Arbuckle?" <laughs> I will never forget that. It's like, why do you let let people call you fatty? Minnesota fats. The Back then, it was, didn't yeah yeah yeah. Was he Minnesota fat? Fats. I don't even know. Was he heavy? Was he Minnesota fats? Yeah. Why they call him mm, fairly? Yeah, yeah, Minnesota fats. Yeah, he's, he's, he's well, carried, now there's a whole carried extra weight. There's a whole thing about body positivity now, and like taking ownership of the word fat and saying that it's not a bad word anymore and being like yes i'm fat every time someone says i'm taking this word back it's not a bad word anymore it fails catastrophically (laughs) every single example of that is now one of the worst words you can say i'm seizing this word yeah it doesn't work i think it's just kind of not not trying to take the word back but i think it's just trying to make it like whereas if you're like you're fat then people like yes yes i am Rather than like, oh, I can't believe you called me fat. It's like if fat people are just like, I'm fat. And Who cares? And, and that's and that is a terribly dangerous lifestyle that has incredible risk health wise. Yeah, that's, that's the thing. thing. No, and what, that's that's what people are turning a blind eye to. Mm-hmm. Well, it's like the yeah, swim, true. the Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue. There was a, I don't know what her name was. She was a, I don't know. She, I think she, she was, I think Arbuckle. she was black. And she was heavy, and they had her in the ugliest swimsuit. It made <laughs> really? her. It was like, and everybody was like freaking out because she was so heavy. I was like, it. Th- she's not really that heavy, but the swimsuit. Everybody's be talking about how bad the swimsuit <laughs> is, not about her body. 
God, I had such a one. Well, I'm sitting at Howie's Bar one time in North Minneapolis with my friend Gil Canop, the dog. <laughs> That's his real name? Gil Canop. Yeah. I had yeah. no idea. I had no clue. It's because he was always called the dog. I've known him yeah, as the, the dog Gil my whole life. Gil Canop. Well, you knew him as a dog ever since you put the nutcracker on his big toe and almost broke his toe. I know. Remember Aww. that? Yeah, Andy was a little boy, and I'm like, don't let him do must, that. That's like a real three. nutcracker. He goes, That's okay. He can't hurt me. I'm like, Yeah. Yeah. He can. You don't need much power. <laughs> For a nutcracker, no. it's about the leverage. Toe. That's, not the, about the, that's power the point of, of a nutcracker. Yeah, is that you don't need to be strong. Mm-hmm. He's but like, this, ah! oh, this was so great. We're sitting there, and this guy comes in. He's kind of a he wasn't a big strong guy, but he's a big, very heavy guy. And he starts mouthing off to the dog because Howie's was that kind of bar where everybody was a tough guy, you know, North Minneapolis, West Broadway, and Penn Avenue. But I started laughing so hard that I thought I was going to pass out because they started arguing, and then they were going to square off, and the dog says to him, and he didn't mean it as a joke. He thought that was the word. He said, you don't know how to fight. You're too obese. <laughs> he said obese. Like, I started laughing like a song. Sounds a like a Lizzo song. <laughs> obese, yeah, obese. it does kind of obese. She'd sing that. Mm-hmm. What, oh, she it. got in trouble because of what was it? She said spaz oh, in a spaz, song, yeah, that's and that's right. a... Spaz is apparently a very bad Why word in the, U- in the U.K. Why can't you say spaz? Because the cerebral palsy, there's like a... Some, it's like spastic, well, it comes, yeah, spasms yeah. and yeah, spastic stuff. Is what it's and so there's for. like symptoms of... Mm-hmm. Certain disorders where they have spasms and spastic yes. things, and so it's spaz is it's a slur. Oh, okay. Well, but in the UK, it's like a very yeah. big slur. Oh, is it yeah. a big slur uh, there? Okay. Yeah. yeah, because I mean, you can't call people crippled anymore either. Well, that's been like for forty years. <laughs> no, there's still crippled Since children's funds and stuff like that. So a few years ago, I can't call them invalids anymore. Language. Our vernacular keeps evolving. Yeah, all it is. Well, it's yeah. interesting because I follow a. This woman that talks about disability and stuff like that um, on Instagram, and she has this whole thing about, oh, what is the word? Um, differently abled. This whole so thing abled. about how yeah, people right. are like, yeah. don't say dif- everybody's abled. differently abled. Exactly. Like, well, that's so I don't know. Dumb. My friend had said disabled about a friend of hers daughter who is yeah. disabled and yeah. she i mean she got very, very upset, upset and wouldn't speak to her for two years because she said she her daughter was disabled that's called delusional oh thinking boy, that's why intense. i don't know it was i don't know what you're supposed to say now to tell you the truth i don't you're know supposed what to not talk is okay you're supposed to just well, not and i mean if you're uh, you know but i mean yeah. this was like her friend who she knew it's like if you said something that i didn't like and you know you're my friend i'd say Let you know them. and i don't really like that word yeah. Could you could when you're saying something about her, could you use this? Yeah, word? we prefer that yeah, you not use like, this. Don't or speak whatever. to her and read her the riot act and freak out and be a jerk. Yeah, you know that doesn't help anybody evolve. Yeah. Well, like I mean, there is a there is something now about like people. They say you should ask. Like if you if there's something about somebody that you don't know how to say or how to talk about it. You ask them. It's like very Minnesota. Well, I have a question no, for you. Well, it's not <laughs> very Minnesota, but that's what you're supposed to do. And like that's what, a, what an idea, you yeah. know? Just what do you like to be called? What do you like to right. people to refer you have to, to do you that to as. everybody? No, not to everybody, but oh, if no, it's somebody where it's no, like. No, I know what you're saying. Just because you're in a wheelchair, you say, well, what do you like to be called? There you go. That's a slur. 
What do you like to be called? Why you you in the wheelchair? What do Not you like in to be that called? situation. Can I call you wheels? Not in that situation, <laughs> but like I mean, like transgendered people. What do you do? You, are you she, her, they, them, he, him? What's, what's your name? What's your pronouns? Yeah, like what? No, I'm not doing that. I just call everyone asshole. Great. Yep. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, asshole, come here. I like it. But if there's ever, the whole thing I'm trying to say is if, there, if there's ever a person that you're unsure of how to refer to them in any capacity, you should just ask yeah. them. Well, I just don't I go near them. It's that, better yeah, handle it. For real. Get away just from avoid them. people. Well, Tom, I was going to ask, have you had to, I've, I've had to ask before, um, interviews before, just even asking pronouns just to make sure that I have it correct. Or even something simple, like, I just want to make sure I'm pronouncing your last name correctly. Oh, yeah, you well, do, that do that all the time. We do that all the time. Just did it earlier today. We did. Steve it's really, honestly, it's no different than that, in my opinion. No, yeah. And it's, like, better to be upfront about it and then not say something yeah, that's going to offend somebody. Information. That's yeah. all I do. It's a lot easier to ask up, up front than have somebody's publicist call and start screaming because yeah. you well, didn't ask the right oh, yeah. questions. But We've the publicist should be the one putting that out there, in my opinion. Yeah. That's their job. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And Andy just used the word. I would like it if the news media in the town would stop calling me an asshole. That they never call up and ask me if that's okay. No, Is that your preferred? Do you like to be called asshole or huge asshole? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you know, it's not very nice, but you don't hear me pissing and moaning or whining about it. That's your right? preferred adjective. Yeah. My preferred adjective. Assholian. How about that? That's a good go. word. That would be a noun. Well, yeah. Yes, that's true. That That'd be announced. So never right. mind. We're digressing. Everything. We are. No, we're not. We're <laughs> trying to help people out. Well, uh, asshole, asshole's a down too. Yes, um, it is. So true. Yes, it is. That's true. All right. So in any case, Kristen. So there, there is there one show, a kind of a tip-off deal. We might not be watching. You started watching. You like it? Is there anything like that, or anything that's coming up soon? Mm, that's a good question. I'm just trying to think because I'm like I have I've fallen off of my binge watching right now. Oh yeah, I have a show. I spent my whole weekend on set. I was on So You Think You Can Dance because spoiler alert, you guys, the show is pre-taped. It's not live this summer. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's too expensive. You know, those budget cuts are coming in hard on all the networks. Oh shows. sure. Well, when they announced what's his face was leaving, I know that they were like, he's still going to be in a couple episodes because they're pre-taped. He was. <laughs> Who's he, that? he was in the first four episodes, um, and the then judges. the first stage show will air on Wednesday, and that will have Leah Remini in Matthew Morrison's place, and there she is the it. new judge. And there is no more mention of Matthew Morrison. And you know, we were told on the press line when we went to the first. <laughs> And they're like, don't ask about Matthew Morrison of any of the judges because they're like, they're not involved with his mess. Yeah. So, <laughs> he text messaged some one of the inappropriately. Yeah. He so, DM'd, yeah. He DM'd a contestant yeah, DM, after yeah. they'd been selected. And I think all of us know just that there are rules on competition shows yeah. that are monitored by the FCC. It's called yeah. Federal Communications oh Act. Yeah, like, how do you not know that? <laughs> he said he did not know. And I was like, I failed. Yeah, understand how you did not know because he, he's also done a competition show over in the UK. So yeah. he's it's not he's not new as a judge, and he's also and also every single person who works on the set, contestant, crew, no matter what, all have to sign that agreement, uh, and it's posted on the on the internet. You can go and find it exactly what they had for so you think you can dance. It's in his contract. So did he just randomly like sign a bunch of stuff and not read it? Clearly, yes. yeah. Sounds like it. And the contestant was like quite young too, right? Uh. Um, I. Yeah, all of the contestants are between 18 and 30. So it was between that oh. age. I will say yeah. that 
the contestant was smart, did not respond yeah. and went straight right to, to the producers yeah. and said, I think this is a violation. And then, of course, it went to legal because it yeah. has to oh, go to sure. legal at that point. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay, so we can close with this because I always liked the guy. I've had him on the show a million times. He, he could be a little short once in a while. But I, he, what happened to, to Tom Bergeron? Where'd he go? I think he retired, so Tom, basically. Just no, he didn't. He's no? doing tic-tac-toe for NBC, so they're hopefully bringing that back. Uh, who else? He's um, doing what? Tic-tac-toe. 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 That's what he's doing. Oh. Yeah, they're doing a revival of tic-tac-toe, the classic game show from a million years ago. And huh. uh, but on when it came to ABC, after he wrote that tweet about Sean Spicer being cast on the show, um, it was really the beginning of the end for him because oh. the um, executive producer at the time, who also just got fired by the way, um, Andrew Linares was very conservative and was super offended that he put out the tweet. And Tom is obviously a Democrat and he doesn't hide that. Um, and didn't speak to Sean Spicer the entire season, pretty much. And by the end of the season, Tom said, you know, he goes, I've never cleaned out my dressing room. And he goes, I did after that season. He goes, I had a feeling that that was the end. I don't, and do you think go. we'll ever get past this? I don't care if I, look, while well, I'm, we're centrist pretty much in the family, but you can go after Biden. You can go after Trump. I'm not going to get upset. Who cares? Your opinion's yeah, different you know, than mine. And a majority of the Dancing with Stars audience is very conservative. Um, oh, that's okay. They kind of cater toward. I didn't know but that. But I would also say that a lot of the Dancing with the Stars fans prefer to have no politics at all because it was yeah. also during a time where it was very tumultuous during the Trump administration and everyone was arguing. And people said, this is a great escape, whether you're conservative exactly. or liberal or somewhere mm. in the middle, to just watch people dancing yeah. in sequence for just two hours. Just entertain people. Yeah. yeah. Can, can, you, can you manage it? Apparently, no. apparently he, he couldn't. You can find plenty of reality stars that'll go on in place of Sean Spicer. Let's be honest. Well, that's probably true. Oh, maybe they did it just because. Probably push true. Buttons. I don't know. I understand why he did it. You know, he made like you know two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. So, yeah, <laughs> that was good for him. It was a good paycheck. Sure. All right. Well, that's going to do it for another Tuesday. Kristen, I did you you like being on with Tom uh, with, with uh, Timmy Lambert? Well, yeah. Timmy Lambert. <laughs> Not Tom. I don't like being on with Tom, Tom. but Tim's okay. Tim's great. Tim's all right. I don't know what to think about Tim. I mean, Tom, but Tim's good. All right, Kathy. (laughs) Kristen, we'll talk to you next week. stage a cuckoo, though. Thanks a lot. Bye. Kristen Burt, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for this Tuesday. I liked it. I'm telling it. you, I love the show. Love Steve the was a great guy. The mammal guy. Mammal guy. Moving a book on mammals. The book on mammals. And we got Timmy Lammers and we got Kristen Burt. We had you guys. Great show. We'll talk to you tomorrow with the family.